welcome back to the Take On podcast, or welcome if you're new. I want to give a bit of a trigger warning for this episode. If you are triggered by sexual assault, this might not be the episode for you. Last week, I planned to record an episode about motivation, but you may have noticed that nothing went up. And when I sat down last week to record, I found myself really uninspired to talk about that topic. And I never want the podcast to feel like a burden or a job. I want it to be fun and a hobby and something I enjoy doing every week. So when I wasn't feeling excited about the episode, I decided to just hold off until the following week and record after getting back from Mexico. And I just flew in. It's 9 p.m. I'm sitting in bed. And I'm finding myself uninspired again to talk about that, which is kind of surprising because I am really motivated after getting back from a trip and really excited to dive into work this week. I have so many exciting things happening this week. But I think that it's just not what's on the forefront of my thoughts to talk about on the podcast. Something I've been thinking about or spending a lot of my energy on is grieving a past version of myself. And I feel like this is kind of a popular topic right now. So maybe you've heard about this. But while I had heard some podcasts about this and read about this, it hadn't really struck me. I didn't feel a need to dive into my past very strongly when I heard about it. For me, this all came about after FaceTiming a friend who I've known for years and years. She knows me so well. And she brought up this story of me getting sexually assaulted on a train. And this event took place years ago. But when she brought this up, I was like, oh, that that wasn't me. You must have it confused with one of our other friends. That didn't happen to me. And a few minutes went by about us talking. I think we had even changed topics to talking about something else. And I suddenly realized that it was me and that I had pushed memories and a lot of memories in this specific time period so far that it literally felt like these things didn't even happen to me, that they happened to someone else. I'm so separate from this past version of myself that I don't even identify with the things that I went through. And that's when I realized that this is something I really needed to dive into. And that it was brought up for a reason and with divine timing, and that now is the right time for me to dive into this, despite me, you know, maybe not wanting to because I'm so happy and joyful and feel so safe in my current life. To give some context, during that time period, I experienced a string of numerous sexual assaults. I was a teenager and I was in a bad place and I put myself in a lot of risky situations. And because of that, 
I held a lot of blame for these situations. I felt like it was my fault. And that's why this train story that my friend mentioned really hit home for me was because although this assault was not very severe compared to other things that I experienced, it was really difficult for me because I can remember now that this was during a time when I was really trying to get better and I stopped putting myself in dangerous situations and was on a good track. And I believe, like, if I remember correctly, that I was on the train home from photography class when this happened. And I remember feeling extra sad and extra just so many things violated, upset because I had tried so hard to separate myself from these experiences and get on a good path. And I managed to find myself in another situation like this. Thankfully, I, at this point, had resources to work through these things and had an amazing therapist who I quite literally owe my life to. But during this time, my main prerogative in therapy was to get into a next chapter. At this point, I was still in high school, so I felt like spending time grieving all of this pain was something that I simply couldn't afford. I felt like I was going to fall behind in life if I took too much time to sit with these experiences. And my main focus was basically getting it together and moving on. And when this feeling of neglecting a past version of myself kind of came up for me, and I use that word of neglecting because that's how I felt about it. When this first came up for me, I felt kind of guilty and wrong. Like I had wronged a past version of myself by moving on too quickly and not spending enough time experiencing all of the emotions at the time. But now I'm able to see that everything is with the right timing. I wasn't ready to heal those things then. And I'm where I am today because I did move on quickly. But now I'm so happy to be in a place where I do feel like I can reflect on these things and heal from them. So in that is a reminder that you can heal anytime, whether you're moving out of a chapter right now, whether you want to take a deeper look at something that happened five years ago, you can experience the grief of those experiences just the same. So for me, experiencing the grief looked like writing myself two letters. So one I wrote as that version of myself that was just going through these things. At the time, I kept so much of it bottled up. I felt, like I said, guilty that 
I felt I put myself in positions for these things to happen. Of course, that's not what I believe now. And I also really didn't want to make other people feel bad. I didn't want my experiences to make someone else upset or even triggered. So I kept it to myself for the most part, and I didn't have a huge support system. Like I said, later on, I did go to therapy, and that that really helped me. But I found myself telling a very sugar-coated version of these experiences to the people around me and even to my therapist a lot of times. So writing this letter was very healing for me because I was able to write things how it all really unfolded to the to the best of my memory. And then I wrote a second letter and that one was from me in my current perspective writing to myself. So I wrote things that I felt like that younger version of me needed to hear at the time. Or I wrote things that were kind of like just the advice I would give someone now, the comfort I would try to offer someone now that was experiencing those things. And that was very healing for me to really experience it. I think since I had never necessarily told the full truth of every experience, especially not all at once. It was, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a further way to describe that. It was just very healing. And so for me, the next step was caring for myself. So for me, that looked like taking grounding walks in nature taking baths, going to women's circles. So I went to some that were guided meditations and sound baths, but I also did an eight-week course. This was around the same timing. It kind of started before this process, but a women's circle where we would talk about different topics every week for eight weeks. And these were all forms of care that I felt I needed most I can be the kind of person that's really hard on myself. I find a lot of times if I'm upset, I have this real hurry up and get it together. We don't have time for this right now kind of attitude towards myself. But as I've gotten older, I've been able to think about, you know, I would never treat someone that I love that way and I shouldn't be treating myself that way. So to take my time and care for myself. And again, that's why I feel like everything is with just the right timing because I'm in a place now where my day-to-day life is not as demanding as it was in the past or as demanding as it likely will be in the very near future. So I have the space and time to do these acts of self-care. If you are on a really heavy schedule, I encourage you to schedule in time to take care of yourself. So that might look like blocking out an hour in the morning and the evening where you know that you can do something kind for yourself. 
And that's kind of where I'm at now in this process is just trying to take care of myself. I'm also diving in deeper into these topics with people I trust. So therapists, healers. I have a really great relationship with my Reiki healer. So she's able to help me with this. And then people I love and I know care a lot about me and support me. And my hope is that soon I can move on from this feeling that I've given the support and healing necessary to this past version of myself. And that can allow the current version of myself to move through life with more peace and confidence. Already, this process has made me very grateful for a number of things in my life. I feel immensely grateful for the support system that I have now. I have amazing friends. I'm so close with my family members. I have an amazing supportive boyfriend and just a really great support system and healers and therapists. And like I said, these women's circles, just so many people that I feel like I can lean on. And I'm really grateful for that because I don't feel that I've always had that. And I also feel grateful that I'm so inspired and motivated to work on the projects I have going on that even in times of grief or sadness that I feel excited and compelled to still work on those things. Because when I used to be in school, like when all this first happened, it was very, very hard for me to work. So I feel grateful that I'm so passionate about what I do now. And I also feel grateful that I have a very healthy relationship with myself, which in turn allows me to have really healthy, happy relationships with other people. In saying all of that, I hope that this episode gives you a nudge to revisit a past version of yourself that you feel needs some love and support. And I will be leaving lots of resources of both other podcasts and articles about grieving a past version of yourself as well as some resources for a support system if you don't feel like you have one. That I, I know that at the beginning of my process with all of this, when I was actually going through it, I didn't yet have a therapist. And like I said, I kept everything very bottled up. So I turned to some online resources that I found at different times. And I definitely want to share those with you. And I wish you all the love and light and support in this process, should this be something that you decide to delve into. I will chat with you next week, and I hope you have a lovely week.